You're listening to the Radioactive Summer Break. I'm Laura Jones. And every Monday, we're checking in with the YWCA Utah on its 21-day racial equity and social justice challenge. You sign up, you get an email every weekday with something to read or watch or listen to and consider. Tonight, a conversation with the Y's Chief Mission Impact Officer, Sandra Stokes. Being the Chief Mission Impact Officer is looking at how do I take our mission and make sure it's anchored throughout our programs and in like to coming to life amidst us as employees and providers of that service. So as you know, with our 21 day challenge, we really have been putting that <clears throat> the focus on what does it mean to eliminate racism? How do you eliminate racism? And when we say you, it means us here at the YWCA Utah. We've had to define that for ourselves. And so part of my work has been figuring out, helping us flesh out what does racial equity look like at the YWCA and what activities are we generating and participating in that are assisting us in advancing racial and gender equity, because that in the activity and the process is how the mission comes to life. And then it's layered on how do we administer services with racial and gender equity rooted in the delivery of that service. So we're always currently looking at how do we, um, you know, how do we bring this work to life in us as individuals and us as a collective? So we have affinity groups, we have racial equity work groups, and we are like always talking through our mission. Um, We have all staff meetings on race. It's an ongoing process work instead of in many organizations, it's kind of like a one and done. They'll do a workshop. They'll do an implicit work bias workshop, which is all beautiful and definitely needed. But for us, it's an ongoing, um, uh, excuse me, ongoing activity, not just a one off. And so my job is to work with our different committees to keep that work alive, bringing it to life with our board through our external community work. I'm constantly trying to move it along. And then from there saying, and this is how it impacts our mission. I'm sure. Standard month seven, Laura. <laughs> Sounds like the 21-day challenge is more of 365, 24-7 yes. at the YWCA of Utah. Absolutely. How do you, I think one of the biggest things for me as I look at the challenge this year and, and trying to um, participate is to find that happy space. It's like, uh, you know, I feel like I got to be all in or all out, all ally or yeah. not an ally. And so I think part of the challenge is to kind of help folks find a balance. It's finding the balance, Laura, and I would say also maintaining the energy. And that's really what I'm looking at right now. It's for even for myself. Um, and when I talk to other members of the community, when I'm working with um, and in community with our staff, it's how do we take that energy and su- allow it to sustain us? And sometimes it's acknowledging, hold on, I need to rest a minute. Um, so you know, I just use myself as a black woman in Utah. Um, I'm tired. And I'm tired of watching the harm and watching the murder and watching, you know, the the deep inequities in our structures. But I also know that the work is also part of my livelihood Um, being. And when I say my livelihood, I mean, my mental well-being, my spiritual well-being. And, you know, there are times when I just, you know, I have to rest and I really had to balance that out. So as you talk about happiness, how do I engage in this work in a way that also is um, uplifting the, you know, the experience, the excellence, and the resilience that also manifest in the community around racial equity work um, and within me as a Black person. Like, how do I just use the, that to kind of build on my 
own resilience whenever possible. And sometimes it's just flat out, I need a nap. <laughs> naps are great. I love naps. Mm -hmm. um, my problem is working from home that uh, a nap can become just, hey, see you tomorrow. <laughs> so um, I, and I think that's some people might feel some trepidation when thinking about this year's 21 day challenge, like what am I in for? And so we wanted to highlight some of the things that are being discussed in these daily emails. As we spoke with Liz Owens last week, uh, she talked about how, okay, one of the things we changed this year is we're just doing it weekdays, trying to incorporate it into your routine. Yes. So what's one of the things that's already come out uh, that you'd like to highlight that folks can do or learn about? Before I launch into that, I also say to, just to remember to keep an open mind, have an open mind, have an open heart, be patient with yourself um, because the 21 day challenge, you know, as I'm sure you know, Liz has um, articulated and expressed, because Liz and I are always talking about this, it's the 21 day challenge is meant to meet people where they're at. And so wherever you are on this journey, keep an open mind to that and keep going forward. So one of the things that I wanted to share with that intro, um, you know, to, the, to this week, to this day, is if you can start anywhere, give yourself 10 minutes, Watch the short video clip from PBS, um, which is discussing the origins of race, because that's the question, Laura, I think I get all the time when having conversations or facilitating conversations around race equity, whereas folks want to try to like lighten the mood for a minute and be like, well, what is race actually? Or, you know, they'll go to the sociology side of it or the social uh, construct, you know, that racial identity is a social construct. And I'm like, OK. But do you know why? Do you know why it's a social construct? Do you know how that social construct became politicized and weaponized in order to create disparity? To start to look at how do you disenfranchise and distance, um, you know, black folks, indigenous folks at the time, furthest away from power, and then begin to talk about, you know, how slavery within black folks changed. Um, so from being indentured servitude with white folks when uh, they came over to the country to then racial identity is what was used to then force black folks into slavery, where it's like there is no consent here. There's no conversation. This is a racial category, which you fall in this category. Therefore, you can be enslaved. I always say start with that 10 minute video because it might help set the stage for the rest of the content for that day. Um, as Liz and I looked at, like, how do we build on our own understanding, but then also have this external tool for the community to do the same. It's all meant to help build upon knowledge. So whether you've got five minutes or, you know, 10 minutes or an hour, you know, just check in, breathe for a minute, decompress, and then pick up another piece. So that's why I would say I'd like to uplift as a starting point. So the thing I really appreciate about the 21 day challenge is it is that answer to how do I educate myself? Mm -hmm. as someone who is white, as someone who wants to be an ally in the struggle for equality, um, I, I, I can look at this. I don't have to go and say, hey, uh, Sandra, what do I need to do to educate myself? It's, mm -hmm. it's right here for me. And like you said, you can start where you are. doesn't yeah. matter that the 21-day challenge started a week ago. You mm -hmm. can pick it up and start and go for 21 days. And you can go to the level uh, that you are ready for. Mm -hmm. And then there's actions, right? Actions yes. you can take. Absolutely. If you look at the actions for me with the, my knowledge, as I like you know, start to do my independent learning or have my lived experience, my identity, like that's my knowledge base, but my action is where I start to live the work and then looking at where I am, you know, plugging myself into the system and looking at structural racism and saying, what actions can I participate in to actively work towards dismantling 
structural, um, or excuse me, structural racism and white supremacy. So the action piece is where I feel like for folks who feel like, okay, I'm energized, I've got a little bit better understanding of what actually is happening. Um, and here are some things that I can do. You know, it's from the federal call to declare racism a public health crisis to looking at, you know, when our legis legislative session comes around, you know, what kind of, what bills are advancing or hindering racial equity? Like there's different ways or taking to the streets if there's a march or rally and showing support and being there to help, you know, create community or contribute to the community voice. I think action is definitely where I, I feel like I live the knowledge a little bit more. And that brings its own, you know, wisdom with it, that lived experience based with my, you know, personal identity or my personal knowledge, people can start to formulate, okay, what is my practice? And sometimes the action law is simply having a conversation with a family member or a friend, because what is my sphere of influence? It's people I have like trusted relationship with. So how do I take what I know and start to engage more people um, in this conversation, especially when I know we all got that one person. We're like, ah, this article is going to help me talk to you a little bit better. Because that's what we want to do is a conversation to go on because we just we know what happens when we ignore, do not or start to fall into the guise of we're good. You know, everything's OK. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's a trap. Like we've got work to do. Well, when we're talking about uh, structural institutional systemic racism and then you have this 21 day challenge, you're injecting knowledge and education into this system. Mm -hmm. And that's where you start to break it down. Absolutely. And, you know, with this piece. You know, we look at it as it's not exhaustive. The 21 day challenge is a jumping point. I kind of call it the jump off um, to wherever you are in this conversation, or maybe it's the re reinvigoration of that energy. Sometimes it's looking at 21 days, you know, it takes 21 days to, to form a habit. And we're hoping it's just that people can begin to step, you know, have the knowledge and seeking out more information. Um, looking at how this this content is curated and hopefully it becomes a rabbit hole that you kind of go down to and it starts to show, you know, that there is a historical and current day implications based on that um, historical context that there is a formula. We didn't just get here overnight. Like this is a it is has been designed in our society to continually create racial inequities. And we see what happens when we bring ourselves and call, you know, answer the call to action to start working towards racial equity. It's going to take, it's a constant conversation, and we want that process to be ongoing. Well, and the YWCA's 21-day challenge also becomes a trusted source of information. I think that's something that folks are seeking out. So who puts this uh, material together? Who curated it? You got it. So the 21-day challenge itself, um, I always like to acknowledge like where it came from. So when we talk about, you know, how did it come to be? Actually, it was Dr. Eddie Moore Jr. and Debbie Irvin, um, they have created this content and many organizations have adapted it. And we got it from our sister organization in the y, YWCA Cleveland. And then we kind of took the framework and brought it here to Salt Lake City, Utah. And actually it was like, you know, many of our staff, but with the leadership of Liz Owens, um, myself and many of our race equity work group members, it was a collaborative effort, but it was looking at getting it off the ground and looking at how do we curate content specifically that, you know, for our state, for our community and where we're at, it was Liz Owens leading out on that charge and helping build that. So um, we created this together in community and many folks have their thumbprint on it. It's a labor of love, um, but it is one of those where we look at, it's very unique because it's something that we've handpicked and, you know, Liz looked at different content and then we looked at how, you know, how we build that knowledge in these 21 days and go back to the roots 
in a way. Um, so kind of going back to the beginning, because this year we saw, you know, uh, we saw anti-Asian hate start to just take off and ramp up along with, um, you know, anti-Blackness still echoing and showing up in our community and in our, you know, in our nation. We just saw like family separation still not being, you know, heavily discussed. So we're like, okay, we've got to kind of go back and let's say, how do we start with folks understanding what is race and how did we get here? So that's kind of how we built it and who built it. It's coming out of our organization. It's with BIPOC folks, um, you know, kind of helping curate this together under the leadership of Liz Owens and in community with our racial equity work group and myself. Sandra, what's the website where people can get more information, sign up, get started on the 21-day challenge? Absolutely. So to go and sign up, because it's never too late, as you mentioned, um, it's ywcautah.org backslash challenge. And I always like to tell folks, sign up as an individual. You can also sign up as a group. Um, we have a toolkit. But when you sign up there, you like you said, it's you get the standing archive. You have this library. Whether you missed a day, maybe you missed four days, maybe you missed a week. You can always go back and it continues to live there in your email box and you have access to it on an ongoing basis. Sandra Stokes of the YWCA of Utah. Check tonight's show post for links to the Y and its 21-day racial equity and social justice challenge. You can sign up and start anytime. Still to come, a song of summer from Troy Williams on today's anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. And Maria Garcia's will add to our Songs of Summer playlist, as well as share her thoughts on the hot housing market, evictions, and rent relief in the capital city. I'm Laura Jones, and this band will be at Deer Valley in August. Indigo Girls with Change My Heart on KRCL 90.9. It's the Radioactive Summer Break.